Welcome to the Space Elf Podcast, where we chill out, chat out, and space out. I'm your host, Luca, aka Luca Tony, and oh boy, doesn't it feel good to hear that nice space out jingle. It's been quite a bit since the last space out episode, and it's been mostly due to my workload during the last month of classes. Just for you all to know, my like the sheer scale of things I've done, uh, my last two weeks of classes, which they ended on this past Tuesday, I had five exams and two big projects in the last week, uh, which I both had to present in front of my class. So, (laughs) but now I'm done with everything and I have time for the content. And in fact, I already posted two YouTube videos on my main channel, Lucas2607C8. So the content is in full force and the fruit of my labor for the past month will come in uh, during this Christmas season. But with all of that said, what are we talking about today? Well, evident from the title, I'm going to be chilling out with you guys and talking about something I love, video games. Specifically, this year's Game Awards, which just happened yesterday. The games announced in the show, and the controversy with the Game of the Year winner. So, if you have not seen the Game Awards and you want to watch it for yourself for the first time, I'm going to be spoiling everything that's going on, who the winners are, etc., etc., if you don't care, keep watching, keep listening, I mean. Uh, but um, yeah, that's that's your fair spoiler warning. So first of all, let's hit a couple of my uh, Game Awards highlights in terms of, you know, uh, things that are not the game announcements nor the final controversy that's been going on. Uh, so I'm happy that Hades, the indie game made by developer Supergiant, uh, got some wins, you know. Uh, they didn't. I, I I hope they. I would have. Sho- I would. I would have hoped they got more wins, but at the end of the day, they got. You know, rec- recognized. They got nominated for Game of the Year, which is incredible. Uh, it's just. I'm happy that Hades, an indie game that it had so much quality and it was so good. I'm um, I'm glad it finally got you know the recognition it deserved, even though it's this somewhat unknown game until it got nominated for the Game Awards. Uh, secondly, um, if you watch the Game Awards, then I think you would have loved it as much as I did, the Whooper Watch. <laughs> Pokemon Go sponsored the Game Awards, and every now and again, uh, Christine, I think that was her name, uh, the announcer for the pre-show, would come in and say, Hey guys, you know what time it is? It's Whooper Watch. And the screen would get filled with whoopers, and it was the most adorable thing in the world. <laughs> it was just amazing. Uh, it, was, it was so much fun. Uh, third, Final Fantasy VII Remake deserved more wins. I I didn't look at the total count, but Final Fantasy VII Remake, I, I think they won like one award. I don't think they won that much at all. And I feel like I haven't played Final Fantasy VII Remake myself, but from what I've heard online, it like people are just people lost their minds and they thought it was like a a beautiful, amazing game when it came out. I feel like. There should have been more awards given to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, on the same vein as that, Last of Us 2 uh, broke the world record for the most awards in a single show. It got seven awards, which is fucking mind-boggling. Uh, and the previous record holder was four. So, <laughs> that, that it's it's out of this world just how, mu- how many awards Last of Us 2 got. But that, uh, that's, for, that's for later. Uh, and finally, there's an overall closing thoughts. Uh, I think Jeff Keighley 
knocked it out of the park again. The Game Awards keep getting better and better year over year. My only comment and criticism for this year is as they get bigger, they get like big celebrities like Vin Diesel or uh, Brie Larson and that type of thing to do awards, which like I get that they are also gamers, but they're, they don't, they're not the face of gaming and they don't portray gaming uh, and show it off as much as, I don't know, uh, Reggie, which I'm glad he was still there. Uh, or, like, developers that announce the awards or stuff like that. I feel like in the process of becoming more mainstream, the Game Awards shouldn't forget that at the end of the day, it's a game, video game award, you know? And we shouldn't be inviting, like, all Hollywood actors and, Holland, like, all of that to give the awards. We should still have uh, developers, legendary people such as Kojima or Reggie give out awards because, at least for me as a gamer... It's a lot more meaningful if I was a developer, if Kojima himself, the legendary developer, gives me and like calls me up for my nomination instead of like Vin Diesel. Like, cool, you you play in Fast and Furious, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't watch Fast and Furious. <laughs> I care about Kojima's games. You know what I mean? That's that's whatever. Uh, so now the game announcements. Um, first of all, wow, we as anyone else. <laughs> okay, so I released my YouTube video uh, yesterday reacting to the Smash Bros. reveal for Sephiroth, the main villain from Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. And oh my god, I lost my shit. <laughs> I was reacting with a couple of uh, Peruvian friends uh, and on my discord and I was just like both me and my my mod wisdom he's also a big smash fan we were losing our mind we were like I was speechless and he was like oh my god he, he just wouldn't stop screaming it was so funny it was just amazing you should watch that video on my youtube channel it was it's <laughs> it's so loud but it's also so funny it's just amazing it's one of my favorite videos I've done, my favorite reactions I've done um uh, secondly uh season so i don't want to talk about season the game i just want to talk about i want to bring up the fact that the gaming industry is becoming so predictable i i, I have a recording that i'm working on to edit together the highlights of my of the game award reactions i've had uh but basically uh <laughs> i basically the, the game the game trailer came on and they were like I've been I've 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 been traveling the seasons and I've yet to find the power of I don't know something like that and I was like so the game is called Season and the title screen showed Season like come on man it's so predictable we're getting so predictable uh yeah we we gotta get more creative we're we're falling in the same loophole of naming the 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 game title after like the same thing over and over again. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to fix that problem, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and the complete opposite side, uh, Ark Survival Evolved 2 got announced, and it has fucking Vin Diesel. You can play as a Vin fucking Diesel in Ark Survival 2. I don't even know how, how, how they got Vin Diesel to do it. I don't know how much money Ark Survival Evolved 1 made, but, like, oh my god, they got Vin Diesel to be their 
protagonist character. I don't know. I'm I'm astounded. That was a surprise. That was like in comparison to season being super predictable. That was a surprise. I was not. I was taken aback. Um, uh, speaking of surprises, another Mass Effect game. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, obviously it's hype. It's it's another Mass Effect game, but uh, Andromeda was so bad. <laughs> it's I have I, okay. Let me be frank. I haven't played a single Mass Effect game, but I always have this sort of appreciation for all games, even if I haven't played them when they have a certain status, right? Mass Effect is just the video game that started all of the video game movie type of games, you know, the, the player choice driven type of games. And it really sucked even though I haven't played Mass Effect 1 or 2 or whatever or Andromeda, uh, to see that Andromeda was so garbage because it sort of taints the reputation of the old games in a way, like obviously they're separate and like you can still play one through three uh, with, like without touching Andromeda and still enjoy it. But like, I don't know, man, it's just, it's like when they release the, like even those, okay, a, a good equivalent is um, the Spider-Man Sam Raimi trilogy from like 2000, early 2000s, right? Spider-Man 1 was really good. Spider-Man 2 was phenomenal, probably one of the best superhero movies to have ever come out. And then Spider-Man 3 was, even though I love the movie just for everything it's done, it is pretty garbage. It's not that good of a movie. So, like, looking back on it, like, Spider-Man 3, for a lot of people, it ruined that trilogy for them. And the same thing for, like, The Amazing Spider-Man, right? Amazing Spider-Man 1 was passable, but Amazing Spider-Man 2 was garbage and it just ruined the reputation of the amazing spider-man series so i it's one of those things that's like you want to preserve the original quality of the original work and by releasing so many sequels you're eventually bound to trip and fall and make a and fuck up a game right so i i'm always hesitant with sequels of really beloved games but hey if they rebooted god of war and it worked they can definitely make a mass effect sequel and it'll work too uh, this wasn't a surprise, Dragon Age 4. I'm very excited. I haven't played a Dragon Age game, but I've heard so much good about it. And I really want to play a Dragon Age game. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I have to say for that. Uh, Master Chief and Fortnite. I honestly thought... <laughs> I honestly thought we were going to get Halo news because Halo got delayed. But I didn't expect the Halo news to be that Master Chief is in Fortnite. <laughs> that was... I was taken aback a little. I was... I, w I was laughing so hard. I think at that point, like, so many trailers that they showed were so meaningless at that point for me and my group of friends. They were just, like, messing around. And then they were like, uh, oh, look at this Fortnite thing. And I was like, oh, my God, guys, it's going to be Fortnite. Guys, pay attention. And then they showed Master Chief, and everyone started screaming. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. I'm... I'm so hyped to edit that video and post it. Uh, then, the new Among Us map that looks pretty hype. Uh, it's based on the other game series that that developer team has made, which is the Stickman series, the Henry Stickman series. And there's so many new, uh, you know, like things in the map. Like there's this ladder that will take you to a lower part of the map. And then there's like a little shortcut that will like basically it's basically it's a shortcut right it'll save you a lot of time in traversal like 
it's it's a pretty whack map and it looks pr super cool and I love the all the new little hats because it's the uh, the top hat the top hat spaceship shuttle thingy so like it makes sense that it's all full of top hat uh, cosmetics it's just very cool and my 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 key takeaway actually aside from smash and arc survival 2 uh, was back for blood which is the spiritual successor of Left 4 Dead. It's made by the same guy that created the original Left 4 Dead. And it it looks super, super cool. Like, it, there's a, like a 20 fit, twenty foot tall zombie. And like, it, it just looks super, super cool. I, I'm super hyped for it. I, lo I love playing Left 4 Dead for, with my friends. And like, I'm glad that someone, even if it's not Valve, is continuing the legacy of Left 4 Dead. Uh, okay. So now we get into the spicy tea dropping drama, okay? So, the game of the year winner was The Last of Us 2. If you are any any bit like aware of the gaming community when The Last of Us 2 came out, then you know why this was controversial. Let's just start off with why did The Last of Us 2 win? So, there's a very sort of iffy thing uh, with the Game Awards that they don't really publicize all that much, but it is in their website that um, a lot of misconception from who wins the Game of the Year comes from the fact that who selects the winners in reality is not the people that are that are voting for it. It's the critics. So in the official website, it says winners are determined by a blended vote between the voting jury, which is 90%, and the public fan voting, which is 10%. Fans can vote for their favorite games on thegameawards.com and also via social media platforms and select categories. So, what that basically means is that because the critics love The Last of Us 2, um, it was it was bound to win. The, the whole controversy around The Last of Us 2 release was that a lot of people felt the review scores from the critics were way higher than actually deserved. But that doesn't change the fact that the critics, which made the final decision in the voting jury for the game award of, for the game of the year winner, were gonna favor The Last of Us 2. No, like no shot for anything else. Like the the critics felt lukewarm in comparison to all other games that were nominated, like Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Even though they were like mind blowing games, they didn't have as good of a score as The Last of Us 2 had. And the only exception of this being Hades which received mass praise from like practically everyone under the sun. But because it's an indie game, the chances of it winning and competing against a Naughty Dog certified video game that's supposed to define a generation, like it just had no chance, sadly. I wanted Hades to win, but it sadly had no chance. And the problem with everything that's going on is that the Game Awards don't really publicize the fact that they their votes of the people don't really count all that much for their actual nomination votes. Most, like most, if not all, but one of the awards are 90% critic uh, chosen, which is why sometimes it feels like there's such a big disconnect between the Game Award winners and what people actually think. It's because it's not actually what the people think that's getting chosen. We're only the tiebreaker. So, <laughs> they, I think they should show the voting process more clearly, in my opinion. Like, mention it at the beginning of the show and right before the Game of the, the, game of the Year award is given to like, give a reminder to people, because it, this will keep happening. This, this controversy of like, 
how did this game win the Game of the Year award and not this other game, my favorite game? It's just going to happen time and time again. It's just that this year is more concentrated and like seen because it's The Last of Us 2. It has happened in 2019. It has happened in 2018. And it's going to continue happening unless they make this abundantly clear in the start and in the end of the presentation. Like It's just going to keep happening. So in terms of my personal opinion, uh, I would have loved, like I said, if Hades won instead. Uh, this is mainly because of a more moral situation. As uh, Also that Hades is an incredible game, but a more moral situation for me. Nutty Dog, the company that made The Last of Us 2, is a company that sets terrible examples for the, com- for, like, the industry. Because they overwork their developers to the bone. They ask 80-hour weeks... 80-hour work weeks for, I think it was like almost half a year before the the game came out, uh, which also happened with Cyberpunk 2077, and it's also why I feel like even uh, it's probably going to win Game of the Year next year, but like I feel like it shouldn't, because we shouldn't set the, the precedent that like we reward video games that overwork their developers and like their, and all of that to the absolute bone. Like it's absolutely abhorrent that like the week has 168 hours in it and half of that time in your week like is spent working on the game 12 hours a day with no weekend vacation unless you have to do 16 hours a day during the week is spent like developing the video game it's just so such a bad precedent that we're trying to get rid of but we constantly reward developers with game of the year awards and nominations and like, even it's so ironic because Last of Us Two won uh, awards for accessibility and for innovation and moving the industry forward, but all of that was at the detriment of the people working on it. And it was just, it's just bad. It's just bad precedent. We should not reward companies like that. On the other hand, Supergiant, the developers of Hades, gave paid vacation and time off for their developers while developing Hades, which eventually just led to a better overall product. Like, Hades, in my opinion, is a more revolutionary game than The Last of Us 2 was. The Last of Us 2 grabbed everything that worked and was, like, key and encapsulated the the sort of narrative-focused uh, generation we've had with the PS4 and basically perfected it, right? It was, it was just incredible, both in a technical and a visual mass like perspective and like storytelling even if you didn't agree with the story it was geniusly written and like everything was really good but like Hades is just a more revolutionary game obviously Hades isn't like the second coming of Christ I'm making it sound like it is like that but it's just it it isn't right and it isn't as graphically impressive as The Last of Us 2 it's it's like a drawn comic art style almost but it definitely is as beautiful with its incredible art direction. And, like, it's it's hella fun with this fast-paced and entertaining gameplay loops with, like, constantly high-octane having to think of everything that you do. And, like, it's his equally incredible characters with immaculate writing and story. I feel like Hades would have been a much better president and a much better Game of the Year winner for this year, especially considering that uh, due to 2020 being such a hard year with COVID for everyone, 
I think it would have been such a nice thing to see, uh, you know, a nice kind of wholesome uh, story in the game in the gaming industry to see a developer that values this, uh, uh, I mean, the Game Awards valuing the developers that make their games and rewarding a truly commendable and great indie game. Thank you so much for listening through today's episode. I'm happy to be back on the mic, chilling out with you all. The grant from my classes was worth it, and the next few weeks will be the fruit of that labor. Also, remember that although The Last of Us 2 won, and you might extremely disagree with that choice, like I do, leave the developers out of the game. Uh, leave the developers of the games out of this, please. They just made the game they wanted to make. They can't control the public and critic perception. It was their creative vision, and even if you don't agree with how they cre- they went with the, de- the vision of their game, at the end of the day, they just created a product for everyone to enjoy. And if you didn't, that's all good as well. Just don't attack the developers for it. It's, it's not the developer's choice. It was the critics. So, And don't attack critics either. At the end of the day, there are people too. They can make mistakes, and they also have opinions. So we should all respect each other nicely and amicably. But with all of that said, thank you for spacing out, and see you next week.